production of Pioneer Utility Resources. Story Connect, helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers. How can you use humor to build your social media audience? That's what we'll be talking about on this episode of Story Connect Podcast. My name is Andy Johns, your host uh, with Pioneer, and I'm joined on this episode by Chris Gaylord, who is the Army Corps of Engineers, uh, one of the public affairs specialists for the Army Corps of Engineers, uh, Portland District. Chris, thanks for joining me. Hey, thanks for having me on. So Chris uh, gave a presentation at the Story Connect uh, Communications Workshop um, in Oregon, um, Newport, Oregon, uh, last week, and uh, we weren't able to get together there. So we got together here on uh, Zoom to record this episode. Chris, you may know him from one of the funnier utility-related utility social media accounts out there. If you are not following the uh, Portland District Army Corps of Engineers, uh, you are missing out. But he is uh, is one of the masterminds, maybe the main mastermind behind some of the fun uh, pieces there. So, Chris, I'm excited to dive in. Great. So, um, if you if you follow, and I don't know if if listeners out there follow very many um, Corps of Engineers or other governmental agencies, but it, you log on to the the Facebook page and the social media accounts, you're seeing vampires, you're seeing yams, you're seeing the Griswolds. Uh, your account is uh, is not the typical government agency social media account. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think that is kind of an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> right. Now, I like it on on LinkedIn. Uh, you describe yourself as a, as a specialist in in non boring communications. So let's talk about that because you said in the presentation the other day, humor is a, a Trojan horse. And then you mm -hmm. feel like humor really helps you build that audience so that people will pay attention uh when you need them let's unpack that a little bit tell me more yeah definitely um well i mean it, it you know for me it, the foundation it kind of all starts with um with attention um and all of the thousands of media messages that we see and posts that we see as we scroll through our various um, social platforms on a daily basis um and so i you know i start with the struggle which is how do we break through that white noise um and uh and, and I don't think humor is the only way to do it. Um, you know, it certainly has worked for us, but really what it's all about is, you know, we are not a very exciting uh, government agency. You know, um, you follow National Park Service or, or something like that, and, and you're seeing all these really captivating photos of, of the parks and wildlife, and it's amazing the imagery they have at their disposal. And, um, you know, when we're talking about, um, I always use the example of like a navigation lock on the Columbia River going out of service, you know, I mean, it's some of this stuff is not that exciting and it's tough um, to compete with uh with nasa and the park <laughs> rangers when uh, when you got navigation yeah. Locks. yeah 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 definitely um and and so really i you know and i and this sounds very blunt and people don't always like to hear it but uh you know most people don't really care um you know um it social media is a, a unique space um think about why you go there you know i mean I'm, I'm going there for entertainment most people i know are going there for entertainment share memes you know talk about i guess sports i don't know i don't know anything about sports but um you know they're they're not going there for uh, a press release about uh, you know a, a damn safety inspection or, or whatever it is um and so it's really kind of adapting to the way that people consume information in that environment um it's it it helps you know using the humor 
cap captures people's interest, cap catches their attention for sure. Um, but I, I try to make the the humor, uh, the writing humorous throughout, um, you know, to make it enjoyable. Uh, not only if folks, uh, you know, going to be likely to retain the information, but I want to keep them hanging on. Um, and so the Trojan horse, yeah, I mean, that's just kind of the metaphor for, um, you know, it gets it gets the foot in the door, right? It's it's a way to get people reading about things that by themselves are not really all that exciting um, because you're packaging them in a new entertaining way. Um, you know, and, and somebody might see, you You mentioned the vampires from what we do in the shadows. And somebody might see that, oh my gosh, what's this about? Um, and it starts a dialogue. Sometimes it's a dialogue of just gifts and sometimes it's a dialogue about the show. And then sometimes it's a dialogue about our navigation locks and, uh, the serious stuff that happens in these in these posts as well. So it really just gets people paying attention, gets people reading. And so many times people have told us, um, you know, in comment threads or in person or in direct messages on our Facebook that they learned something and they never thought they'd be following an engineering account or it's much less a government engineering firm. Right. And here they are learning things. And that's not what they came here to do. And a lot of people don't. Yeah. So what are some of, for the folks who are not familiar, I'm, I'm scrolling through the feed now. I see Dexter, I see Dawson's Creek, I see Napoleon Dynamite. Um, I mean, there, you know, there's, uh, looks like um, Game of Thrones shows up quite a bit. Uh, what are some of your favorites or what are some of the the more memorable ones? Uh, Yam on a Dam is the first one uh, that I had seen, which is, I think, a take that y'all did <laughs> instead of Elf on a Shelf. It was Yam on a Dam with the, you know, sweet potato-like um I don't guess they're exactly the same thing, but the yams on top of, of some of the dams that you guys are uh, are in charge of. But what are some of the ones that stand out to you or some of the ones that have gotten the most the most feedback? Yeah. Well, you know, you'd be you would be surprised at the nuance of sweet potato versus yam that yeah. really reared its head in that comment. It was pretty interesting. OK. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, you got to go with yams on dams, right? Because it kind of started everything for us. Um, I think I mentioned uh, during uh, Story Connect that this, and and maybe this is a good tactic for other people, you know, if you're doing employee communications as well in your shop, you know, is uh, we started with memes internally, and um, and it was it was Game of Thrones meme, <laughs> and uh, and it went over really well, and then it was just like, okay, let's try another, let's try another, and that just became the way that we started communicating to our folks, and people loved it, um, and they're still telling us that they love it, and um, and then you know a couple months later, just kind of. I had been seeing this, um, uh, you know, the elves on shelves, you know, you've heard of elves on shelves, but have you heard of, and then it's like, like one of them was like Lannisters on Bannisters again. Game of sure. Thrones. I remember seeing that. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, well, we can do our own. And so we came up with this list of, um, well, makes we by we, I mean like me and I bounced some ideas off other people, but threw that out there. And, um, the way that it was received was like, I, you know, I knew that it would, I had an idea that it would, that it would perform well and that people would enjoy it, but it was, it really just surpassed my expectations. And that was like the jumping off point, you know? So I got to go with that. You mentioned vampires. And um, I think last year when we, when we moved our recreation, uh, we moved to our recreation lockage schedule on the Columbia river for our navigation locks. Um, Again, very exciting and, news. Yeah. <laughs> right. I know. Yeah. Right. It's just reading. People are like, tell me more. Tell me more. <laughs> And so rather than rather than start that post with news release in all caps, which is so common, especially across our agency, sure. um, it was really gripping. Uh, 
I, I, you know, I, I thought, well, okay. Um, somebody made a comment about like vampires can't pass through. I was like, that's genius. Um, and I just took that one comment and, uh, you know, what we do in the shadows, I think arguably the kind of most well-known and popular vampire sort of pop culture uh, reference out there at the time. And um, I think we're as well-known for Photoshop jobs as we are for humor. And that was one where like I spent, um, and this is going to sound insane, but I'd spent probably like two and a half to three hours making that image. Some of them take a few minutes. Some of them take, you know, up to a few hours um, because I was, I, I made it nighttime. It was a daytime photo, um, adding in all the characters, like all these little nuances of like making the color balance uh, for all the layers match and, um, you know, putting a moon behind some clouds and stuff in the sky and putting stars and just really making that image just, just like pops. And that, and that is perfect. And I, the navigation lock gate was up and I had to close it. Um, so I think like just from a standpoint of making something, that was like my favorite thing to make. Um, gosh, there are just, there are just so many. Um, sure. And I've got to go with, I got to go with a couple of the, um, uh, two of our um, most popular posts ever on Facebook. Um, one of which was a post um, last July. Uh, we had, um, we were basically encouraging people to, you know, celebrate the 4th of July without fireworks because, um, you know, we were coming off of a really, uh, really, really bad um, wildfire season. Um, and we were going right into the same exact conditions, dry, um, it's like a tinderbox. So we actually, um, you know, across the core, we, we don't um, allow people to have fireworks on our lands at all. And we also um, were having a burn ban, the whole state burn ban at the time. So uh, I came up with, my wife actually made this comment. She's like, you should do a video about like other ways that people can, you know, celebrate the 4th of July without fireworks. And I was like, that's kind of a good idea. So yeah. I just came up with this random crazy list of other things that you could do, like, um, you know, like run through a field um, in your underwear screaming the Star Spiegel banner and, and, and all of that. Um, and uh, I used the, the pants from Napoleon Dynamite, the martial arts instructor on it, because they're like America pants or whatever. Um, and the way that that took off, it was it was incredible. We had coverage just from that post um, in, I think, Louisiana and other parts of the country. There were there were um, other parts of the country like chiming in and sharing it like like it was such a communal just thing. Everybody doing the right thing. Um, you know, hey, it's dry in California, too. It's dry over here, too. Same story in wherever. Um, and so the way that that took off and the impact that it had was just really inspirational. And um, again, you know, I, I don't I do not think that that would have happened without the use of humor. And I'll only bring up one more. And I know I talk a lot. Oh, no, it's good. Winded. Our single highest performing post, uh, we, we have jetties that we manage, um, so these big stone jetties up and down the Oregon coast. We built them, some of them um, as early as the late 1800s, um, and we're wow. still repairing them, um, you know, every so often, every, you know, decade or couple of decades um, today. And uh, so we like to occasionally put out messaging about those jetties, uh, telling people to stay off them. A lot of people like to fish on them, go out and walk on them. And a lot of times it's tourists who don't really understand how dangerous it is to be out there on a um, on a giant rock finger extending out into the ocean, especially when the weather is really, um, you know, really bad. And uh, and so we have king tides, you know, on the coast too. Now you probably don't 
know that because you're land you're kind of landlocked but. we do not have uh, king tides here in tennessee <laughs> right. no we don't so they are the um they are the biggest and and or the highest and lowest tides of the year and um, they come around in the winter time and so that is the crucial time where it's like this is our infrastructure we need to tell people hey stay off these jetties and here's why and every time i've ever done it it's been in a funny way um and these jet these jetty safety posts just like blow up uh, and this one, they do. Got, <laughs> this right. one, we got almost 3000 shares. So for wow. um, an organization that at the time had like 8,500 people following it, it's just, I mean, that's almost as much as, uh, you know, a third to half of our, um, our, our follower base, uh, which is crazy. Um, and, uh, and it was shared all up and down the Oregon coast and into Washington too. And, um, you know, small businesses were sharing it. Uh, the city pages were sharing it, like the chambers of commerce were sharing it. And it was this really cool moment where like the timing was so good, you know, because the king tides were rolling in the next like day and I put it up there. Um, I think it was like maybe 24 hours prior to that. So, you know, it got like, I don't know, like 50 shares um, that afternoon. And the next morning I woke up and it had like 400 and I was like, oh my gosh, what the heck happened? You know, right. and it was, and it was funny, right? It was, it was funny throughout like, um, you know, I made a Steve Winwood reference. <laughs> um, you know, it was just it was just funny writing. Um, yeah, serious subject, but funny uh, writing, and it really just took off. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, everybody again, everybody out to spread a positive message about doing the right thing. And yeah, I mean, as I'm as I'm looking through the feed here, you know, you've got a post about dredging. Um, mm -hmm. 328, uh, Reactions, 36 comments, 16 shares with the, the move bridge, get out the way, get out the way bridge, uh, get <laughs> right. out the way. You've got a, a post about life jacket safety, um, which I'm sure every core, you know, region does. Uh, but this sure. one's got, looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger's face on it. Come with me if you want to live. Um, and it's 163 likes with 20 shares. I mean, the, the numbers speak for themselves. It's, it's pretty impressive there. Um, I do want to talk about now that we've run through some of the, the fun, creative, unboring communications work that you do. Let's talk through the brainstorming process. So you mentioned there one time, I think you, you gave your wife the credit for coming up with one. Um, but where, where do these ideas come from or what kind of brainstorming process do you have? Yeah, uh, they come from everywhere. Um, you know, I, you, you, you um, alluded to um, like a team being behind who was behind this and, and, um, you know, I'm not, it's not an ego thing, obviously, but uh, it is definitely just me doing it. Um, and it has been for the past three years. But, uh, but like I said, you know, my wife will mention something or um, somebody on my team will mention something. I think 90% of the time it pretty organically comes from my own brain, but, um, mm. but really a hundred percent of it comes from somewhere else. That's art, right? You know, we're um, always getting ideas from other sources. I follow a lot of meme pages. I'm always checking out. Uh, I'm always trying to keep my finger on the pulse of like what's trending, like what is, um, you know, I think what like probably the most recent meme that really took off was that girl explaining meme, you know, at the concert. And I don't remember where it was, but um, what are those those things that we can kind of jump on to and, uh, and be a part of in our own way? Uh, well, then that we, was my yeah, other question. We, that was my other question is how much TV yeah. do you watch to know all the, <laughs> no, just do kidding. you know what? I'll, I'm going to reveal a secret. I don't okay. watch much TV at all. Okay. Uh, I, outside of Bluey and, uh, right. Uh, kids, 
that's it. You know, um, I watched, I, I like to watch the same movies on repeat 472 times uh, a week. Cause, cause you know, I'm a dad. Um, <laughs> no, right. but in all seriousness, I don't, um, I probably watch like uh, anywhere from 15 minutes to 40 minutes of TV okay. a day max. And, um, and so the, the really funny thing is a lot of these shows I've never even seen, or I'm not oh. that familiar with. I probably shouldn't even say that, but um, <laughs> I've never, I've never seen a single star Wars movie. So you can kick me off the wow. Podcast. That's interesting. Yeah, that may, yeah, that, there's maybe a whole side discussion here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Invite me back so we could we could talk about that. Yeah, um, but no, it's it, it it it's just like um, sometimes I am faking the funk a little bit, and again, that's uh, it's not something I like to publicly admit. But no one can be up on everything, so someone's got to have that idea. <laughs> yeah. Well, then yeah. the next step. So you you come up with the idea. You you've got it uh -huh. moving along. The thing. I know one of the questions that a lot of people ask at the the workshop um, last week was, "How do you get buy-in? How do you you know how? I mean, because a lot of these ideas, if you had the wrong supervisor, or the wrong other folks in the chain, they could never see the light of day because they'd get squashed right there. How have you gone about getting people okay? If not with the specific individual posts, then with the overall approach to having some fun. Yeah, that's that's the best question. Um, it's a really hard one to answer, though, because there's no, like I was saying in Newport um, the other week, there's no, um, like, be all end all answer to that question. Here's the thing that you do to get buy in. And, um, and some of this goes back to another point that I made, which is, uh, um, you know, we're the communication experts. And, um, you know, my, my boss and I arrived at the same time uh, on our team. And, uh, and, and we've been through a lot. We've really demonstrated to our leadership that we are an office that we know what we're doing and we're going to, we're going to get the job done and we're going to get it done well. Um, and then the humor stuff kind of came later, but honestly, we didn't get any buy-in. Uh, I mean, I guess, you know, for a lot of people, you'd still have to get that supervisor buy-in. So I did have, um, you know, I did have a chief who was, uh, who empowered me to do it and who trusted me to take that chance. Um, and, uh, but I mean, outside of the public affairs shop, we didn't get any buy-in. We didn't run it by HR. We didn't run it by legal. We didn't check with our commander. Uh, we didn't check with our district corporate board. Um, because think of, think of the likelihood of someone outside of communications, a, a legal person, like ha they're still giving us grief for some of the stuff we've, and that's another part of the answer too is, um, I haven't got buy-in for a lot of folks there. I have on almost a weekly basis. I have conversations with people who tell me they're not happy with what I did on Facebook. Again, this is strictly internal. I'm speaking, um, or they sent me photos and they didn't like that. I Photoshopped a bunch of zombies and, uh, and stuff onto them or something. Uh, you know, it's, um, but <laughs> you know, I mean, I just think your, your typical <laughs> emails, you know, why did you put zombies on the pictures I sent you? Uh-huh. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it can be very uncomfortable, but you know, um, I think one of the things is it comes back to, you know, you're the communication expert. And so, um, I guess to the extent that you need buy-in or else it's just not going to happen, I guess there's not much you can do about that. But, um, um, but when people mention outside agencies, like, or, uh, outside, sections like their HR there. I mean, they don't need buy. I don't, I mean, we don't get buy-in from them. We just do it. And then over time, uh, when, you know, when our leadership did really start to catch on to what we were doing, um, it was actually, uh, when our, uh, division commanding general, uh, was coining me, uh, giving me a challenge coin to tell me he, uh, basically to recognize me for 
how much he loved and how much he thought others loved our Facebook. And then our commander was just kind of like, okay. And he hated this in the beginning, you know, but, um, but it's just, um, you know, it's I, a part of it too, is like showing, showing, um, uh, you know, we're kind of a unique office cause we've over time become our own supporting evidence for doing it. And now sure. know, like our leadership's totally behind it. Um, but, uh, you know, you can always, um, you can always bring in evidence. Like I said, I mean, I don't think I have a Google Scholar account that I can access anymore. Or, uh, but um, you know, you can you can always jump out there and find these actual scholarly journal articles on humor in different types of communication, like healthcare communication, um, to demonstrate the major points of of, of humor. Um, uh, for example, you know that it helps with retention. It increases attention to a message. You know, it it captures attention, right? Um, it it often increases the liking of the source of that information. Things like that uh, are out there. Um, and so you can show that kind of research. You can, I mean, gosh, there are countless um, accounts out there on all the platforms that are doing this stuff so well, like TSA on Instagram. Um, Interesting. Really funny presence. Yeah, TSA, Some, right? Somehow, somehow I didn't follow TSA on Instagram. Yeah. Shame oh my gosh, me. you got to. It's great. Okay. Um, there's a lot of puns though, so if you're if you've grown at a pun, um, I'm here for it. Just, yeah, I'm no, here it's for great. It. So yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of success that other um, similar accounts are having out there, and so I think that yeah. you can show some of that success um, as a case study. Um, and yeah. I think you know, so that's kind of the the nuanced, complex answer. Yeah. And it goes, it goes back. And I wrote this quote down from your presentation the other day that you said, you take your job so seriously that you don't take it too seriously. And I thought that, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, I unpack that for us a little bit, but it sounds like that, that goes into supporting exactly what, what you're just talking about. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, that just gets at the idea that, um, you know, I mean, let's use water safety or life jacket safety, right? I mean, how condescending and like boring is that to be telling 35 year old males that they need to put on a life jacket um, or, you know, dam safety or any of these number of boring topics. Uh, when you, you know, people have this idea, especially in government and across our agency that like, you're talking about this, it needs to be straightforward and it needs to be serious. And again, these are people that don't, and sometimes I just say this, these are people who don't do our job. Um, and so they they see it through that internal lens. Sometimes you have to turn that back around on people. Um, I just had a talk the other day about, you know, we were coming into flood season. Um, and so we have flood preparedness, uh, some flood preparedness and, and flood risk management communications that we'll do. And most of those will probably be serious. If a flood happens and there's actual flooding going on, that's gonna be serious. but it's case by case, you know, um, if there's just a general preparation message that we can send to people and we can get more attention with something that's funny or a pop culture reference or something like that, then by all means, we should always try to do it. Um, but back to that quote, I mean, what I want is I want the most people to be seeing and engaging with our content. Um, sure. And, and, uh, and if you take it too seriously, it just falls, into that white noise people don't notice it people don't care it doesn't capture anyone's interest people are bored after reading the first line um and so delivering a message in a non-serious way that i believe is even enjoyable to consume and interact with yeah um 
is uh, is a way to to honor that serious side of our job. Like I, I do take it seriously. I want it to get out there. Um, you know, and and speaking of jetty safety, you know, and that in that post in particular, there were some people internally who were like, I don't like this. This is not a this is um, you know not a responsible way to talk about safety. Um, but you know, it's it's important to distinguish, and most people can the difference between uh, you know we're joking about this thing. Why would we ever joke about jetty safety and, and people drowning? That's that's not funny. Um, and so, the difference between that and and using humor as a delivery method to get that really important information out there. And uh, most most people are uh, totally included on that that nuance and understand that and appreciate that. But there are some people who don't. So that's what it's about is like, sure. um, if I take it too seriously, um, odds are it's going to go the way of most of our other districts across the Corps of Engineers and people just aren't really going to show up and they're not going to care. And that's, I believe that is our, that's an, that's um, imperative for us to try to reach as many people as we can you know all kinds of people uh different demographics live in and around our projects and are impacted by the work that we do so definitely last question that i had for you uh what advice would you have for somebody who maybe they run their social media account for their utility or or whatever organization is that they're with um uh, what advice do you have for somebody who's like you know maybe i'd like to try to to be funny on there too um you know, what are some tips you have to get folks started? Yeah, um, that's probably another sort of nuanced answer. But I mean, um, I think first and foremost, uh, look at, uh, and again, this is, you know, most of my inspiration. And, and I would say the same is uh, true for probably these other pages as well. We're all taking ideas from other places, you know, from the really popular meme pages on Facebook or from uh, you know, other agencies or, um, uh, or Wendy's or whatever, you know, go Wendy's, out there. Wendy's is a good follow for sure. <laughs> yeah. Go out there and, and get a feel for, um, how other, uh, brands or organizations are doing it that are doing it really well. Like, um, some of the ones that I mentioned during the, during the workshop are, um, national, I was really, uh, I couldn't believe that no one raised their hand when I asked if anyone followed national park service. It is a great, um, like, uh, national level uh, agency just um, putting out some really humorous content on a daily basis. I, I would say that person um, is 10 times better at their job than I am. Uh, or, or TSA or US um, Consumer Product Safety Commission, Washington State Department of Natural Resources. There's a lot, Washington State Department of Transportation. There's a lot of departments of transportation across the country that are doing this stuff really well. There's all kinds of just random weird government agencies that are doing that are kind of doing what we're doing that are popping up uh, more and more all the time but go out and look at what others are doing and um, and their style and how they kind of execute it uh, first um, you know and then I think um, you know the buy-in piece is important too but I mean um, you know sit down and uh, and I know it depends. Any people at these uh, at the at the co-ops have anyone anywhere from like one person to I don't know how big the teams get, but I know there's a sure. lot of one-person shops. And so uh, you mentioned the brainstorming sessions, which I actually didn't touch on, and I think that's applicable here. Um, that uh, you know, sit down, sit down with some folks, sit down with some you know your your teammates, and um, and start cranking out some ideas. Uh, right, the 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 day 
that I put yams on dams up on Facebook. Uh, I grabbed one of my teammates who was kind of like me, and uh, I was like, let's go get some coffee and uh, and talk about content. And we jammed out like 70-something ideas. We're just taking notes uh, rapidly in, in Microsoft OneNote. And um, I think I ended up fleshing out like probably half of those. And, and wow. one of them was that like yams on dams, um, like candy canes on cranes type of thing, uh, teddies on jetties, all that <laughs> that we did throughout the month of December. Um, and so it, it's amazing what you can just come up with when you just sit down with other people and get, uh, you know, because we're all watching different shows. We're all clued in on different uh, current events. And um so yeah, bouncing ideas off people is really helpful. Um, and then you know, I mean, like lean into it, you know, because if you if you don't really lean into it, um, it can just be kind of cringy sometimes if you don't really commit to it. But you know, you can always kind of start small. Um, I mean, one of the first things I did when I took over our social media was just be a little bit more personable and casual with the language. Uh, not only because that's good for the average person to be able to understand what we're talking about, but also just because it's, uh, it's it's more enjoyable to read. It's not so stuffy and right. official. Um, so yeah, take small steps into doing stuff like that or even test it out, um, you know, like we did. We kind of, it's not, it wasn't the, the way we planned it, but uh, we kind of tested out humorous content internally. Um, and again, you're not making content for your internal audience when you're on social media. That's a really important thing that I tell people all the time. You are not the target audience. Uh, but it, you know, it couldn't hurt to to try things out in that uh, space. And I don't know how much employee communications y'all do, but sure, a lot of it Those doesn't involve YouTube. memes, uh, memes from TV shows. So yeah, yeah. we've had. We had entire conversations with uh, with uh, gifts and memes from Schitt's Creek and, and other shows like that. So, yeah, yep. yeah, excellent. Well, Chris, thanks so much for taking the time. That's good insight, and uh, keep doing what you do. It's it's entertaining and it's a lot of fun for folks. Yeah, thanks. Um, we'll always we'll always keep doing it. <laughs> awesome. So I appreciate you having me on. Yeah. Yep. He is Chris Gaylord. He is one of the public affairs specialists at the Army Corps of Engineers uh, Portland District. I'm your host, Andy Johns with Pioneer. And until we talk again, keep telling your story. Story Connect is produced by Pioneer Utility Resources, a communications cooperative that is built to share your story. Story Connect is engineered by Lucas Smith of Lucky Sound Studio.